Every company has breakdowns in their revenue process. Sure thing deals slip into next quarter, competitors creep in and swipe deals away at the last minute, and deals getting single threaded that don't get to power. These are just a few examples of revenue leak, but there are a ton more, and they're preventing your team from reaching their sales targets. That's why I'm such a big fan of Clary's revenue platform. It's the only tool that actually helps leaders take control of their revenue and thrive through any market conditions, especially when things get tough. You can't afford to miss a single detail, but you also can't be leading by gut. Clary combines the science and the art of sales and sales leadership. So go to Clary.com if you want to answer the most important question in your business. Are you going to meet, beat, or miss on revenue? Welcome to the Live Better, Sell Better podcast with your host, Kevin Dorsey of Inside Sales Excellence, the number one Patreon group and YouTube channel for tech sellers and tech sales leaders, where we dive in deep for tactical advice on how to book more meetings, close more deals faster, and lead sales teams to success. But we don't stop there. We also focus on the person in salesperson. We talk about mindset, goals, time management, and so much more. So thank you for listening. And if you're interested, head on over to patreon.com slash inside sales excellence. Now with that, grab a notepad, get ready, and let's dive into the good stuff. So what are things that you have on your call scorecard for what you can share, right? There's things I'm sure you can and things that you, you can't, but like, what do you look for in a I guess what is on that scorecard so your managers can prioritize properly. Yeah. So there's around like 50 points. Uh, so there's, there's quite a bit uh, to work from. I think some of the key things in a discovery perspective is, is crystallizing the KPI. So the first thing that we're trying to do on a call, other than understanding around like what inspired them to come on the call and doing like an agenda and et cetera, first, first focus in the discovery is crystallizing the KPI. So are you trying to book more meetings? Are you trying to increase the deflections of your, your support tickets? Are you trying to uh, do like, like, like better no-show rates, like improve the, the show rate of your meetings? And then what that does is set the guardrail for the discovery. Because too often I find we start diving to current state too quickly. And then from there, they're just saying everything that they're currently doing. And yes. that goes 20 minutes. So I think one of the, the biggest things that uh, we see that really turns reps from being mediocre to exceptional and great on our team is their ability to set the guardrails really early the discovery. Then they can just ask questions. Okay, like you're trying to book more meetings. How specifically are you you going about that today? What's happening? What's going well? What's not going well? Uh, when you look at like last month, like what was your team actually able to achieve versus their target? Like it's really easy to get answers that land very efficiently which is what allows you to then do a demo and pricing potentially even on that same call um, versus if you just start with open-ended questions that mm-hmm. don't really have any like barriers to them. It's like, who knows what they're going to tell you about. Um, yes. So I think that's yes. one of the key things. The other thing that I've been really trying to get our team to, to focus on is at the end of the call, we go through during just around how they can get ROI of the tool, et cetera. But then we leave the call without understanding if our champion, because oftentimes champion selling actually understands how to articulate that ROI 
to their leadership. Love so it. a big question that we have in that scorecard is asking the, the champion at the end of the call is like, Hey, like out of everything you saw today, like, and it sounds like you're leaning on, leaning in on this. When you go to your VP or CRO, et cetera, how are you planning to articulate the ROI? And we'll typically get two types of answers. One bulletproof, like X, Y, Z. Great. Yeah, I agree. Here's a resource that actually can help you better articulate that as well. Or we might get someone say, Oh, I, I don't know. And, and then, you know, Hey, I know you have that meeting with your VP tomorrow. What I recommend is like, let's, let's, toss that to next week. Let's, let's delay that. Let's get on a call to further go through a business case and better articulate the ROI I can help you with that. And in this way, when we have that one shot to go into that meeting with the VP, it's going to be successful. Cause I know that you need this for your team. You want this for your team. I love that. I think it's so important. Like champion, champion selling. I don't even want to say it's a lost art. I don't think a lot of people have really truly leaned into it, but like we sell to our champion and then we just like, just hang them out to dry. It's like, all right, go, go talk to your, your VP. <laughs> and we're like, all right, like, here we go. Like, that's how we do it. Or the opposite. This is actually my per- personal favorite is when like the sales rep goes like, all right. So like, when can we hop on a call to speak with your CFO? And I go, what, what on earth makes you think that you will be able to sell my CFO better than me in a 30 minute session, right? Like they just ask for the top and it's like, do you really want that? That's actually gonna make it worse, right? So I love that, right? And so then let's go a layer deeper there. Then how do you work with your reps to support that champion, right? So say they do come back and it's kind of like, well, you know, like, well, I guess I'm not sure. Like, I think I'll, I'll tell them this or that. Like, how do you help your reps coach that champion and kind of help them buy, so to speak? Yeah, no, great question. So I think the the key things is giving them the resources and abilities to to provide that champion that allows it to be easily forward up. So we have things like ROI calculators that all we need our champion to really understand is like their key metrics. And then we can automatically calculate that on that call and we can give them a copy and sort of go through the articulation of it with them. So I almost describe it to like our reps is like, be their sales manager, like exactly what I would ask you, ask them those questions uh, and come from a place of empathy, of course. Um, but that's a, that's the key, key thing is like yeah, enable I, them with resources. I think it's so important. It's like, we, we talk about this a lot internally in the companies that I talk to and advise and consult. It's like, you know, what questions the VP behind the curtain is going to ask, you know, why is, why isn't there like a one sheeter? Oh, I don't know. A video set yeah answering those questions you know what legal is going to ask give your butt yeah. that checklist like you just know right and they don't exactly. just i never understand that that process which i think is important now quick tip for everyone on roi companies you want to call this out and i'll get your feedback on it when you're building roi you have to build roi around the worst case scenario you can agree to not the best case scenario and reps always do the best case scenario you're going to see a 1300% ROI on our product. If you just double your pipeline and increase your show, right? And like, like no one believes that versus like, do you think maybe you'll book at least one more meeting per rep per quarter if they were doing video or however you phrase it? It's the worst case, like one, one per still covers, 
right? Yeah. Like that's that's where I think with ROI, people, I still remember, I won't say the company, but I still remember I went through a process with a company and it got down to like to this point and they put together the ROI potential and it showed like an 1800% increase in pipeline. Yeah. And I was like, y'all, come on, eight, 1800%. What world are you living in that you think I'm going to 1800 my pipeline? Do you under, I would be a billionaire now, right? But like the reps don't connect the dots there. So yeah. I'm glad you called it out, but I, we got to be careful with it. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I think a big part of it is just asking that individual, like if they have an understanding around like what target returns their CFOs like look for. Right. And a lot of the times, like in a SaaS business, it's like one to four, one to three, right? One to four is great. One to three is acceptable. Um, so then if you show, if you anchor with one of your case studies to your point and say like, Hey, like this is what HubSpot saw. They got a 400% increase. I'm definitely not promising you this, but it does happen. Right. right. But most CFOs are looking for a one to four return. We'd literally only need to improve your metrics by 0.5% for that to happen. That's like, how do you feel we could we could drive towards you having that 0.5% increase? Right? Or what concerns do you have like of us doing that? So I think that's the that's the key thing. Yeah, because that's where you can go takeaway, right? It's because like, if you don't believe we're gonna get you a 0.5% increase, we don't even show this to your CFO. Like if we're not even on that level. Just to scrap it now and just call it a day. And that's where you get that extra buy-in from your champion. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. We're, we will at least see that. Great. And let's go through it.